0: Good morning, everyone. Let's stand. For those who's watching online, we welcome you. Thank you for joining. And um, all the moms, happy Mother's Day. Today is your special day, so enjoy your day. Um, John 7:37-38 says, Now on the last and most important day of the feast, Jesus stood and called out: if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, who adheres, who trusts in, and relies on me, as the scripture has said, from his innermost being will flow continually, that flows continually to those who adheres, trust in, and relies on Jesus. This is the very spirit of God. Think about that this morning. You have the Spirit of God flowing within you, flowing inside you. There's nothing, nothing that can come against us. We are equipped with the Spirit of God. Just think about that this morning. How great is that? He gave us such a wonderful, wonderful gift. The rivers that flows within us. So this morning, let's just think about that and uh, depend on the Spirit of God this morning just to worship Him, that same Spirit, the same power is right inside of us that can connect us with our Lord so we can be right connected with Him this morning. Thank you, Lord. We just worship you this morning, Father God. And we thank you for your Spirit, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit that's in us, Lord. Father, we just worship you this morning, Lord. We just thank you for the rivers of water that you provide. Thank you, Father God. We worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence, Lord. for your sweet
1: do
2: Oh. worship you, Jesus. We give glory and honor to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning is Mother's Day, and so we want to say happy Mother's Day to all of you who are moms in this place, and we're going to talk about mothering is messy, <laughs> because it is, but it will apply to everybody, so don't, don't feel left out this morning. It will apply to everybody. But this morning, before we move forward, you can be seated. We're just gonna show you a little video. Thank you, team, come on, give him a good God bless you this morning, and thank you. You're a blessing to this house. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead, Ivan.
3: We are moms who are pouring ourselves into our children every hour of every day. We are grandmothers who are also playing the role of primary caretaker. We are moms who are waiting to have children and trying our best to see the struggle through the eyes of God. We are moms who are learning the challenges of a blended family. We are moms in the workplace who are trying our best to balance competing expectations and demands. We are moms with adult children who are leaving our homes to pursue their own dreams. For packing lunches late at night, For cleaning out their backpacks, then filling them again. For offering gentle guidance to your own grown children. For becoming taxi drivers and appointment schedulers. For making sure the right baby doll is in their arms before they go to sleep. For helping them pay back their student loans. For cleaning and sterilizing and cooking. For doing their laundry and his laundry and our laundry. For praying and loving and forgiving and falling down and rising to your feet again. For the mom who is overworked and exhausted, for the mom who seems to spend a million hours on a million little things, for the mom who pours Jesus into her family as best she can. And God himself not only celebrates what you do, but rejoices over the uniqueness of who you are. You are seen and you are loved without limits welcome to mother's day (laughs) happy mother's
2: day to you no matter where you are in that uh, video you know what mothering is about (laughs) glory to god and mother's day should be a joyous occasion for those of us whose mothers are still with us among us my mom is I can attest to the fact that I have the best mother in the world so I'm up here so you know (laughs) if you want to come up here and say that you can but uh, she's the best mom in the world she's been an example to me of God's love and an example of consistency an example of just being humble and kind (laughs) and so I'm grateful to her Um, for some it's not as joyous There are some maybe here in the congregation today and maybe those watching who uh, maybe don't have a good relationship with mom. Uh, Maybe some who never had the privilege of even knowing mom. Maybe some uh, moms uh, have moved to heaven. I know my grandmothers on both sides moved to heaven. Didn't get to know uh, dad's mom as much as I got to know mom's mom because she was with us longer She was 93, 94 when she passed away. And so, you know, um, for mom, that was a, a tough thing. She lived a long life. I don't care how long they live. It's not easy, is it? It's not. And so maybe your mom moved to heaven. And so it's not as joyous. There may be some who have longed to be a mom, but it hasn't happened for them yet. There may be a mom watching who has lost a child, that very precious individual who gained you the title, Mom. I want you to know this morning, wherever you find yourself, that God sees you and that we see you, your faith family. And this morning, we want you to know that you are loved by God, by your faith family, and you are celebrated. Amen? Amen. Amen. Mothering can be messy. And one of the reasons is because you can do everything you know to do as a mom, but you cannot control the outcome. So whatever category that you fit into that I just described, the beautiful part of it is you have another day in front of you, (laughs) another opportunity, and your heavenly father rejoices over you you were led by god to sing that this morning he rejoices over you he sings over you and he celebrates you today amen Amen. if you're a mom in the house grandmother please stand this morning come on and give him a god bless you We love our moms. If I could, and I know where there's some things that are going on and things, but no, please stay standing. (laughs) She fell down. (laughs) All right. So if you would just connect with another mom, please, twos or threes, twos or threes, get with another mom. There's a mom right there beside you. Get with the mom. There's a mom right back there, uh, Stella. Zena's right behind you over there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, get with moms. And what I'd like to do is if you're standing near a mom, just kind of reach over and just stretch your hands out to them this morning. We're just going to lift up our moms. And this, the reason we're doing this is I want you to look at the person that you're standing next to mom. You're not alone. You're not alone. And you shouldn't do mothering alone. You have a family that's here for you. Amen? And just as close as the person is standing next to you, you also have the ultimate guide, the Holy Spirit in you. And he's just as close, he's even closer than that woman standing to your right and your left. And so this morning, let's pray, if we could. Can you take some? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For those of you who are watching, we're including you in this prayer. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you for every mom who's here in this place. And you know where they are in their phase of motherhood. If their children are, are young and infants, or if they're toddlers, uh, elementary school, middle school, high school. College, grown adults, I thank you, Father, grandparents. Maybe they've adopted children. They're foster parents. Maybe they've lost a child. Maybe they want a child, but it just hasn't happened for them. But in them, they're already seeing themselves as a mom. Maybe they have spiritual children. Father, I just lift them to you this morning i bring them to the throne of divine favor this morning we bring them there you see their heart you see everything that they are going through this morning and you care about every area of their lives i ask that you would strengthen them this morning with all strength i thank you for the wisdom of god your understanding your love and your kindness I thank you, Father, that as you continue to shape and mold them, Father God, that they are expressions of your grace to every child around them, young and old, to their spouses, to those that you've put in their lives. May they be expressions of your grace, your mercy, and your favor. Let them know that we celebrate them, that they are loved and not alone not forsaken but you know our names and you know every hair on our heads we thank you father yeah even the white ones (laughs) you know the number we thank you father and we give you praise that you are a loving father and i thank you that you'll show them today father like never before just surround them with your presence and your love in jesus name amen Hallelujah, you could give them a hug. I know, COVID and all that, I know, I know. I know, glory to God. We welcome you, those who are watching this morning. Happy Mother's Day to you,
4: hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning, I just have two very fun, quick announcements. Um, So last week um, we, uh, sorry I lost my train of thought, okay, so we told you about the women's event. Um, It's going to be a shopping swap, women's shopping swap. It's going to be May 22nd. It's going to be at 10 a.m. downstairs in the children's area. And I just want to make note to kind of the rules of the the swap, uh, where it says that each person will bring their own clothes, shoes, pocketbooks, and jewelry to swap, and then it says bring 20 clothing combinations. Um, that is actually up to 20, so you don't have to bring 20. Um, so you can bring up to 20, you no know, more than 20. So you can come, even if you have one item. So please, um, just that's just a clarification. You can bring as much jewelry as you'd like. But as far as the other things, just as much up to 20. So you can, that's open to everybody. So if you would like to participate, please sign up. And then also, it's very um, and also, please bring the items by next Sunday, which is May 16th, because um, they're going to have to set up for the event. So if you are planning on coming, up to 20 items, please bring them next week so they can set it up and it can be special for you. Um, and then also, um, on that same day, um, we have, you know, we do, we're doing a monthly uh, youth event, uh, whether it's here or, or out of the um, church. But uh, this this month, we're going to have a, um, a youth event. It's going to be open to um, all FHFC kids and the Lit Youth. Um, it's going to be May 22nd as well, um, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Um, we're going to have a sign-up sheet um, starting Wednesday, um, if we could like to have a tally of who's going to be coming um, by next uh, week also, the 16th, so we can prepare to, for food. Um, there will be indoor-outdoor events. We will also have food, snacks, and beverages, um, and we'll just need you to sign up if you'd like to attend. Um, and with that we're gonna dismiss the children and we are in young adults and we're gonna get ready to give
2: wanna grab Miss Laura for me That from you, Christine. Thank you,
3: Lord. There she is.
2: We did things kind of different this morning. (laughs) Hallelujah.
5: Good morning, church. Good morning.
1: Morning.
5: Are you ready to give this morning? (laughs) Yeah. So um, as I was praying about tithing and offering, I believe that the Holy Spirit dropping my spirit, it says to remind ourselves about tithing.
1: Yeah.
5: Why we tithe? So um, besides the fact that we love him and we want to be obedient, why do we do it? So today I'm going to take you to Malachi 3, um, verse 10. It says, bring all your tithes into the storehouse. So there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, if you do, you don't have to, but if you do, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you and I will open the windows of heaven, sorry, I will pour out a blessing so great You won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to test. Your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven's army. As I was thinking about, I was reading the scripture, and I was thinking about it, I'm like, it says to bring a tenth of everything we have. So I was thinking to myself, what happens if we bring 11%, 12%, 15 or 20 Because it says here that he will open the windows of heaven. Windows. He's already saying if you bring 10%, I'll open the windows of heaven. So great that you won't have room to um, to con- like You won't have room. Your blessing will be so great. So uh, let's stand up today and read our confession and receive our tithe and offerings. Ready? Read. Because we are tithers, the window of heaven are open. The blessing is being poured out. Because we are sowers, we are furnished in abundance for every good work. We receive jobs or better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales, and commission. Settlements, estates and inheritance, interest and income, rebates, and returns. We receive checks in the mail, supernatural wealth transfer, bill pays off, debts at the bondage, royalty received, and property acquired. We are getting our buildings, lands, houses, vehicles, and equipment. God is bringing to our hands great big seed. And we are moving forward in faith in every area of our lives. We command our harvest to come. Harvest come to us now. Harvest angels, go get it and bring it to us right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't forget to put your mask on <laughs> and walk way, and put your Titan offerings in a bucket.
2: Glory to God. Yeah. Why do we say that? We say we we get checks in the mail. Where it's a principle, the law of giving and receiving. Amen? And we have an opportunity. No one is excluded from it. Amen? Glory to God. If you'll see, we got $219 this week. Our weekly goal is four. But we got 219, which is awesome. Thank God. Hallelujah. What are you doing? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to put it right here. Thank you. There we go. Can you still see me? Oh, Can you still see me? You can see me? I'm so short. Thank you. That's so sweet. Here, let's do this. OK, There we go. Let's see how distracting the balloon can be during the message. Um, thank you so much for that. That's so kind. Um, now I lost my train of thought. Glory. Um, <laughs> we have a message to teach, I guess. Guess that's what. Oh yes, um, that thing over there. Uh, so, the two nineteen instead of 400, uh, Instead of four hundred, but that's okay, right? We make up for it other weeks, right? And so uh, that's our goal is to get 400. Why we say checks in the mail, we're working a principle, the law of sowing and reaping. You've heard uh, what goes around comes around. You've heard that's sowing and reaping. What you sow, you will reap. Well, it's no different with finances, and that's why we talk about that and make that confession every week. Amen? Now, I know we have a new couple with us this morning. Any other new visitors this morning? Can you just welcome Sydney and Dale this morning? welcome (laughs) glory to god hallelujah all right so mothering is messy we said we said that how many of you agree with that mothers (laughs) yeah i do i i i agree with that and so i i want to encourage you and build you up this morning That's the the point of this message. And for those of you who are here, you'll be included in this too. In fact, I have a very serious question for you this morning. How many of you have a mother? (laughs) All right. See, you're included. Everyone has a mother. (laughs) Everybody has a mother. So we're all included in this message this morning. Amen. None of us comes into this life without a mom. We come into this life because we have a mom. Now, they're doing all kinds of things nowadays, so that could change. But as of today, uh, you don't come into this world without a mom. And whether our mom is or was strong, courageous, happy, loving, nurturing, or stern, cold, unloving, even abusive, Whether your mom is or was your best friend or your relationship with your mom is non-existent, you are here on this planet because of her. She did one thing right. (laughs) She had you. She did one thing right. She had you, no matter what category she was in. Mothers, us moms, are wired to fix things. That's why mothering is messy. We want to fix little people and big people. (laughs) We just want things to be right and everybody to be happy. And we want to fix them. And, you know, we want everything and everybody, you know, that perfect mom. I'd love to meet her. (laughs) We want to try to be her, but I'd love to meet the perfect mom. Anybody know her? (laughs) I'd love to meet her and get her, you know, tips. (laughs) She needs to start a podcast because... Who is the perfect mom? So, well, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Um, But Uh, We can't control the outcome of anything in our lives in terms of, you know, all we can control is uh, ourselves, right? And so we do our best. We're dealing with other people. We're dealing with children. Everyone has a mind of their own. And so that's why mothering is messy, one of the reasons, because you cannot control what your children do. No matter how much you try, (laughs) you just can't. And so that is why we do our best just as our moms did their best. I was a single mom for 15 years. When I look back, uh, honestly, there are moments, not my finest moments, that I look back and there are things that I said or did or didn't do that I regret as a mom. And uh, motherhood began for me when I was 19 years old. I was 19 when I had my son, whom I don't see him this morning, he must have went down with the young adult. He's the one that plays the keys, for those that don't know. and. Uh, it began for me when I was 19. I was raised in the home of pastors, a godly family. And so the expectation for me was that I would grow up, meet Mr. Wright, fall in love, and get married, and eventually start a family. Well, for me, one decision changed all of that. I had a baby before I was married. In fact, I had two and raised them for 15 years. And so that expectation that I had set for myself and that God had set for me, I started not meeting that expectation. So I started, before I even really got started, I was not happy with myself. There was a lot of self-doubt, self-blame, because I put the cart before the horse, and everything that happened with my parenting, I blamed on the fact that if I had gotten married and done what I was supposed to that's not how God wants us to think. Even when we jump ahead of his timing, there's forgiveness and there's mercy, and you do not have to be a statistic. Amen. You don't. But I struggled with self-doubt and self-blame because of that, right out the gate. Expectation blown. And so wherever you are, again, in your mo- motherhood know that God sees you and he's a God of mercy he's a God of forgiveness but we all have self-doubt I spent a lot of time second-guessing myself which adds even more stress to the situation when the kids are little and they make mistakes we go oh they'll learn you know they fall out fall down because they're running and we told them not to and they bump their head well they'll learn few bumps in the head and they won't do it again you know but as they get older and the decisions and choices they make get bigger and the rewards of those decisions are bigger, so are the consequences. That is when things start getting tough for us as moms because that's when you wanna protect them. That's when you wanna step in and do everything you can so they don't have to face those consequences. But think about all the consequences that you got in your life. I had many of them. I had to face many consequences for my actions. I'm still alive. (laughs) Still alive. And by the grace of God, I'm standing in front of you this morning. (laughs) Amen? So God will help you through it. And he'll help your kids through it. So I know the choices that they make are difficult. And, you know, they get to that phase where um, we don't know anything. Moms and dads don't know anything. And they tell their friends, I have no clue how mom and dad even made it this far, not knowing anything. (laughs) How do they make it in life, not knowing anything? You know, they get to that point. We all did that to our parents, too. I thought at one point that they knew nothing. Then I got married, had, you know, my home, and I'm calling her every 10 minutes. How do I do this again? (laughs) How do I do that again? Um, You know, the cooking is out the door. I don't ask her because I don't like to cook. But everything else, (laughs) even some, I think maybe I've called for it a few times with the cooking, but everything else, it's a call to mom. We talk, I don't know how many times a day. If we don't talk at least 10 times a day, (laughs) then something's wrong between us. We talk multiple times a day, my mom and I. And so, uh, and a lot of it's questions, you know, how do we do this? You know, still. And I'm 40, whatever. So, (laughs) I still do it. So, our kids do the same thing too. I, I really don't know if I'm 47 or 48. Am I 48? I don't know. <laughs> we stopped counting. I don't know. Um, so, I was born in 73. Someone do the math. Okay, January of 73. All right. So, anyway. <laughs> um, So, um, you know, once that starts happening, once our kids start making those decisions and the consequences get bigger, that's when we start blaming ourselves, self-blame. Maybe if I had done this, or maybe if I hadn't done that, or maybe if I had more money, I was a single mom, maybe if I had more money, or maybe if I had spent more time, so many maybes, we start blaming ourselves. Uh, For the consequences and for the things because of the choices that they make and sometimes we look and go I don't even I didn't even know that was a choice. How are they making that choice? I didn't teach them that (laughs) But again, they're their own person and they have to make their own decisions. We cannot blame Ourselves so mothering is messy because no matter how bad we want to control the outcome ensure that our kids turn out to be Wonderful human beings, and ensure that we live up to best mom ever. You know, all those coffee mugs that we have in our cupboards. Yeah. Live up to that. We can't control the outcome. Hallelujah. I know I said this was going to be encouraging this morning. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. Are, We're our are toughest critics as moms. If I gave you a piece of paper this morning, mom, and I told you on one side to write down the reasons why you think you're a great mom, and then turn the paper over and write down the reasons you think you're not, one side of the paper would be more full than the other. And usually, it would be the negative side. That's just how it is. That's how we are. We're our toughest critics. Why? because of your attachment to the expectations that you set for yourself, that's why. And we get those expectations from things we watch. You mentioned Carol Brady. Do you know she is in the top 10 of mothers? In fact, I think she's number one because she had so many kids, a blended family. Claire Huxtable, (laughs) another one. Uh, June Cleaver, June Cleaver. June Cleaver from Leave it to Beaver used to wear a dress better than one I have in my closet to clean her house. She wore higher heels than I even wear to church to clean and vacuum. <laughs> she had breakfast, beautiful breakfast every morning, packed the kids lunches as Wally and Beave went out the door, handed it to them with the smiles in a beautiful dress at what, six in the morning? and then looking beautiful, and then set an elaborate table for dinner with a nice cold cup of milk, dessert, and a smile for her family. She was Ward's partner. She submitted to him, loved him, but even he found out at times that father did not know best. Another show. But, but she was like, you know, come on now. How are we gonna compare to that? You can hardly, you know, the folks who have more than one child, <laughs> how's your day going when to get them out the door in the morning? Yeah, you're not looking like no June Cleaver then, are you? <laughs> yeah. So it's expectations that are set. I think my mothering didn't resemble any of the top ten. In fact, this woman didn't even show up on it, Lucy Ricardo. Some <laughs> moments in my life probably looked more like her <laughs> than June Cleaver. I'm like, she wasn't even, we don't even really think of Lucy as a mom. We think of her as a comedian, (laughs) you know, who had some very funny moments. And so that's, I think, my mothering more looked like that than June Cleaver or Carol Brady or all of these individuals who made the top ten. And that's because our expectations, that's where we get our expectations from, things we read. Well, they say we should be doing this, or they say we should be that. And so we set these high expectations on ourselves. I wasn't a stay-at-home mom. My kids had to go to daycare very early. Mom watched my son for me for a while. Uh, But my daughter, I mean, the minute, you know, my 13 weeks were up, and in fact, I think I had to go back a little ahead of time with her, I was through her in daycare. And she was there on the property of the job I worked at. But still, I felt like, oh, blown, another blown expectation. And so you blame yourself. Well, I'm supposed to stay at home. Who said you know, if, if, is, is that the way it's supposed to, who's, who said, everybody is different, but we don't look at it that way, we look at it as, oh, well, I, because I made the mistake, that's how I went through most of my motherhood, because I made the mistake, well, I made my bed, now I got to lay in it, I was harder on myself than any, anything you could tell me would not beat myself up more than I did, i sure did so didn't enjoy motherhood like i should love my kids but it was hard to enjoy them when i was so hard on myself don't go through motherhood that way not a fun way to go through motherhood it changed after a while after a few years i finally had to let that go and realize uh-uh, no i'm going to be the best mom that god made me to be and i can't control the outcome whatever they do now <laughs> That's on them. There's rewards and there's consequences for every action. And they're the ones that are going to have to deal with it just like we have to. But you know what? We have a God of mercy. We have a God of mercy and forgiveness. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. So how do we silence the voice of self-doubt and self-blame that all moms and everyone deal with at some point in their life? I did and continue to do this through the word of God. It's that simple. Through the word of God, the Bible. And so I'm about to quickly give you six reasons, mom, why you're a great mom. Here's why you're a great mom. If I were you, I'd write it down or I'd get it in my phone. And those moments that you have when you start questioning, am I doing it right? Am I going to do this right? I don't know if I can do this. This is for you. You're a great mom. You can remind yourself of why. Number one, you're a great mom because you are God's own masterpiece. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. You're a mom today because it was planned that way. If you're not a mom yet and you desire to be, your day is coming. And you're going to be a great mom because you are God's own masterpiece. Hallelujah. God doesn't make mistakes. Yes, you and I make mistakes. But our mistakes do not alter his design. Our mistakes do not change how he made us and his masterpiece. The voice of self-doubt may tell us we don't measure up or we're not good enough as a mom. But I'll tell you what Joyce Meyer says. She says, God carefully created you with his own hand in your mother's womb. And he doesn't make mistakes. Everything God has made is good, including you. Glory to God. God sees your true value and he loves you unconditionally. Mom, you're his masterpiece. Hallelujah. Number two, you're a great mom because you were chosen by God for such a time as this. Remember the story of Queen Esther? The palace was the last place she thought she'd be in. Never never mind to be the queen. But remember when her uncle Mordecai told her, don't be silent during this time. Maybe you were chosen for such a time as this. I said it earlier. Even if you jump ahead of God and his timing, Like I did, he is merciful. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Ephesians 4, verse 1, Paul says, As a prisoner of the Lord, I plead with you to walk holy in a way that is suitable to your high rank, given to you in your divine calling. Your mom assignment is one of the highest and greatest assignments that you will have on this earth. When the voice of self-doubt tells you that you aren't cut out to be a mom, remember this, you are, you're a great mom. Number three, you're a great mom because you have God who strengthens and helps you. Psalm 28 verse 7 says, The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy, I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. I remember when I would drive my kids around to different places, when they were in the mood, (laughs) we'd just turn up the radio and burst into songs. And they loved to sing, so we did it often. I mean, if you drove by us, you thought we were crazy people, just yelling at the top of our voice. My daughter and I, our favorite song was, thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Now you gotta sing this real loud. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, "Thank you for being a friend." And then my daughter, you know, we were loud. <laughs> Take it away, honey. <laughs> so we would just mmm, in the car, just kind of yell it out and scream, burst forth. And those were the good mothering days, you know. Then they would do something stupid, and we'd be, you know, done with the song. You know. <laughs> or I would do something stupid. Uh, no, but. You have moments when you know that God loves you and strengthens you. You just burst forth into song. Even on the bad days, you just burst forth. I got this. You make right songs for yourself. We're going to get through this and encourage yourself. And you're a great mom because you have him who strengthens you. He's your strength. When we think of strength, though, we think of being able to pick up heavy things and carry heavy things the weight of it oh lord give me strength but you know it takes just as much strength to lay heavy things down too we need strength to pick up things and hold them up but we need strength to silence those voices and lay things down and say i'm gonna cast this over on you father That's the strength that he gives us to say, I'm not going to let this self-blame and self-doubt rule me. I'm laying it down. It takes his strength to do that. And he strengthens you. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. He'll help you do it if we trust him. Number four, you're a great mom because you have been filled with the Holy Spirit. John 14, verse 25 says, But when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. Forget what to expect when you're expecting. Or Dr. Spock. You have the ultimate teacher, the greatest teacher that's ever lived. He knows everything about raising every kind of kid. (laughs) Right? Right? He knows it. He knows how to get you through your adult kids who you're just like pulling your hair out because you're like, what's wrong with you? I know I raised you better than this. The Holy Spirit is the one who will help you. He'll help you. It's so freeing when you just turn it over to him and say, take it away, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit. Glory to God. He's your strength. Bless the Lord. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. You know, He's always relevant and knows how to navigate through every mom challenge. He's relevant because, you know, technology changes, things change, and we may not know those things. Our kids are smarter than us when it comes to working on technology and things. But the Holy Spirit will help you navigate that and show you, give you wisdom. Amen. And I like what Corey Ten Boone said. She said, trying to do the Lord's work in your own strength, and I added, even mothering, <laughs> is the most confusing, exhausting, and tedious of all work. But when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, then the ministry of Jesus just flows from you. It flows out of you. Flows out of you. What a difference it makes when you mother and love your child. With the power of the Holy Spirit. What a difference it makes. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. Number five, you're a great mom because you have the wisdom of God. Job chapter 12 and verse 13. But true wisdom and power are found in God. Counsel and understanding are his. You belong to God and so wisdom is yours for the asking. And James 1.5, we know what it says. It says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. I'm so glad. I know I've rebuked my kids for asking. <laughs> you know, when, especially when they ask 20 times for the same thing. <laughs> You're like, okay. No. And so, uh, you know, no, I don't know how many times or how many ways I can say no. We can talk through this, but the answer is still no. So, you know, over and over. And then then you just get to a point where you're like, no. (laughs) And then they get it. (laughs) They don't like you, but they get it. But God doesn't do that to us. We ask for wisdom. I need wisdom. I don't know what to do. And he says, here you go. Here it is. He doesn't say no or maybe. Some people say God's answers are yes, no, and maybe. Well, I don't see any scriptures for that. I see where it says the promises of God are yes and amen. And so I receive his wisdom. Amen. You receive it? Hallelujah. And our kids don't need to know this, but we don't have all the answers. Shh, don't tell them. We don't have to know everything. We don't. But we know the one who does. Amen. We know the one who does. And, and there's resources and things that he will put in front of us right when we need it. I, there was a book. It was um, Kevin Lehman. He was a, he's a psychologist, a Christian uh, guy that he wrote several books for moms. If you're looking for some books on, you know, how to raise young adult children. I mean, just all kinds of things, not raise young adult children, but how to uh, set boundaries with your kids and things of that nature. He's very good with that. And he like took some of the pressure off because he said, you know, in teenage years, your only goal is to keep them from killing themselves, killing others, and you killing them. I'm like, oh, What? That's what mothering is about during this age. And I'm like, okay, well, the more I thought about it, I'm like, oh, all right, we got this. I just have to not raise murderers. That's it. I'm good. We're good. We got this. And so, I mean, because you go through things with your kids, things come up and you're just going about your normal day and things like strange things. Like you're like, where did that come from? Where did they learn this? And it kind of gets you off track some. And you can get real... Uh, concerned and frustrated and you know the phone rings even as they're adults the phone rings and you hear something and moms you know that feeling right here and then you hang up the phone you've talked to them but that feeling never leaves you if you don't pray about it you go through your whole day and you'll forget what it was and you're like why am I feeling this oh yes that situation that they just told me about and so if you take that with you through the whole day Then you take it through the next day, and the next day, you start to worry about it. You start to get in fear about it. That will rule your life, and it will have a negative effect on you. I know. I've been there many times, but thank God for the Holy Spirit that I can go to for his wisdom. Thank God for his wisdom that we can go to. Amen? We don't have to have all the answers. You may have set that expectation for yourself, but just know you don't have to. You just need his wisdom, amen? When self-doubt comes in and says you have no idea what you're doing, silence that voice by asking God for his wisdom concerning the situation and then receive it. And sometimes to receive it, it just means to just be very quiet and just be still. Don't do anything, don't do anything. Just, because we're fixers, we gotta do something. No, don't do anything, give it to God. And number six, you're a great mom because you have been fully resourced to be one. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 8 says, For us, and I'm going to add moms, moms, there is only one God, the Father, who is the source of all things. And then 2 Peter, uh, actually Philippians 4, 19, And my God will liberally supply Fill to the full your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. We think of this sometimes as finances. Well, as a mom, yeah, finances is always good, but it may be some patience huh, you need at that time. It may be something else that you need at that time. He met that need. It's yours in Christ Jesus. Second Peter 1 verse 3. Everything we moms could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us moms by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us moms through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us moms by name and invited us moms to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. Glory to God. You have got this motherhood thing, this mothering thing, and God's got you. You've been empowered and fully resourced to carry out your mom assignment, fully resourced to do it, to be the best mom that you can be. You have access to all the mom tools you need, no matter what age your children are. It's all been deposited in you. Amen? Grace, mercy, wisdom, love, kindness, compassion, peace, strength, patience. Oh, patience. Understanding, endurance, stability, whatever it is, it's yours. That's what makes you a great mom. God sees you as a great mom. So mothering is messy. Because we can't control the outcome, but we can give the outcome to God. Amen? We can give it to him and let him handle it, and he sure will. He's going to make everything. Okay, there was a show on TV called Father Knows Best. We just talked about it. Guess what? Your heavenly Father knows best. Amen. He is number one on the top ten list of fathers amen and he knows best he's got you he's got you and you're a great mom even if you think oh my kid I don't I don't know Uh, nope yes you are yes you are you did the best you knew how to do if your kids are grown you did the best you knew how to do and now you give it to God and you continue to pray for them and we're now Changes a little bit. We're not in their face all the time and telling them make your bed, comb your hair, brush your teeth. We're not. That's over. That's done. We're not mothering that way anymore. Now our mothering changes, and now we're praying for them. We should be doing that when they're young. If, I, if my mom didn't pray for me, I can tell you right now, 100% positive I would not be standing here today. I'm not even sure I'd be alive today because my uh, lifestyle was not good, was not good. My lifestyle was not one that led to long life at all, not at all. And so I thank God for a praying mother. And that's the most important job we have as a mom, is to pray for our children, no matter how old they are. Pray for them. Just pray for them. And that will make the biggest impact in their lives more than anything else that we can do. We just pray for our kids, no matter where they are. So I want to do that this morning as we close. Please let's stand together. Those of you who are watching online, we're just going to come into agreement i know it's mother's day but us mothers never take our minds off of our children do we as we sit here in church today we're thinking as we're talking about childhood i'm sure many memories come before us of our kids and so uh let's just lift up our young ones today and old father we just thank you for every mom here every dad here We thank you for every parent that's here or watching and every child that's attached to them. Father, you see exactly where they are, whether young or old, whether in the faith family or not. We just bring them before the throne of grace this morning. You see them, you love them, and no one is too far out of your reach No one has done all the things that people say, oh, they'll never come back to God. Oh, yeah, they will. (laughs) Oh, God will never touch that person. He's way or she's way out there. Oh, no, no one is too far from the love of God. And so I thank you, Father. We thank you for laborers. If they don't know you, we thank you for laborers. You'll send someone to them that they will listen to, that will influence them and bring them to you, Father God. We ask for those who were once serving you. Maybe they're not as on fire for you as they were. We ask that the fire of God would fill them right now in the name of Jesus. For those who have turned their back on you. We thank you, Father, that you can touch them wherever they are. No one is too far and that you can bring them back to you. Those, Father God, who are young and who are being shaped and molded, thank you for your wisdom and your understanding that they would be molded to serve you and we declare that they'll serve you all the days of their life in jesus name we thank you that not one not one child not one adult child will be left behind but we thank you father god that they are in the faith family we call them in by name right now in jesus name come on and call your loved ones in Right now, in Jesus' name, I call my daughter Liz in right now in the name of Jesus. She is a member of the household of faith. Glory to God. I thank you that my son Kevin serves God faithfully all the days of his life. In Jesus' name, oh, we thank you for it. We give you praise. I thank you for my granddaughter Nina. I thank you that she is growing and increasing in the knowledge of God. I thank you, Father God, that she's a joy to be around. We thank you, Father, for every grandchild here, uh, represented here. We thank you, Father, that they are growing in the admonition of the Lord. We thank you, Father, that you give us moments to speak into their lives and to pray over them and for them, Father God. We thank you that we can direct them and lead them and guide them, Father God, according to your will and your plan. We thank you that we are examples to our children and our children's children, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Well, happy Mother's Day to you and all, all you moms. Thank you for coming this morning. We appreciate you. We love you. We're always thinking about you, always praying for you, more importantly. And we pray that you have a great day today with mom, and we'll see you very soon. God bless you.